Welcome to Out of the Skip Played Premium DLC. I am Nick Weiger along with Heather Ann Campbell. Hi, I'm Heather Ann Campbell along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, Bucket. Hey guys, uh, this week's concept is movies, and we're talking about a bad movie based on a good video game. This is another How Did This Get Played Premium DLC, The Game Was Better, and this week we are talking the 2005 film Doom, but before we do that, I thought we'd talk about the video game series Doom, a much-heralded first-person shooter, I mean, probably the most influential or you know most most significant single first person shooter uh in terms of uh doom follow uh, on the heels of Wolfenstein 3D really established the FP- FPS genre back in the 90s I the first thing that occurs to me when we talk about doom is uh the the sound the creatures make mm, yeah. I didn't understand was the sound that the creatures were making like, I understood that the gun was the gun sound, like, bang, bang. Like, it's a gun sound. Um, also, I feel like I'm fixated on sound, and I'm discovering that through this podcast. Wow. Uh, but um, the monsters would be like, like, they yeah. made, like, a weird, like, honking sound. Uh, and that's my first memory of Doom, is the sort of synesthetic experience of that honking monster sound trying to associate that with like a fear response and right. falling pretty short like this movie but we'll get into mm. that later i found doom scary as shit uh <laughs> and but it is yeah you're right i mean the sound design i'm sure how could it possibly hold up to contemporary standards but i mean it really was in terms of in terms of you know what it accomplished graphically and then also kind of for the first time having although it was not t- true 3D having the illusion of 3D uh smooth a uh, scrolling 3D gameplay um and from a first person perspective was like amazing i the, the the sound elements i remember beyond the soundtrack because the the music is is very good just a just a kick ass rock and roll soundtrack I think Trent Reznor got involved for the Quake series, and Trent Reznor incidentally has a song that is the end credits song uh, for the movie adaptation of Doom. But the the I remember the music, the the the, the kick ass rock and roll soundtrack, and then also the the just the gun sounds, like the mm-hmm. gun sounds, especially the shotgun, always just like really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Matt, do you ever fuck around with the Doom series? You know, I I never did fuck around with it because I am a baby and <laughs> I, that would have been far too scary for me. Um, and I also, I have not played that many first person shooters. I've gone mm. in trying to do them, uh, but they, they make me sick and I, I've yeah. not ever enjoyed one. The closest I've ever been to enjoying one that is also scary. And I've talked about it here before is Bioshock. I've given all the Bioshocks a chance and I've not ever finished one. Uh, but I'm always those don't make me sick. They just right. make me too afraid. The uh, I mean, 
it's it's interesting what's happened with because because the first person perspective, which used to be used for our for you know RPGs, is uh, a lot as well. Party based RPGs, grid based RPGs, and then it, it it ended up they went to more of an isometric perspective, and then they they went back to then it was become like became like the Skyrim Fallout, you know, Obsidian, um, uh, uh, Bethesda, you know, first person single character rpg that became the big thing that that became you know the 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 popular way of presenting these games but i do i i mean i doom in particular and uh, i think just for me is just so so much like like kind of it was so violent so hyper so super duper hyper violent almost as much like it was kind of a horror game in the sense that even though it didn't necessarily go for all that those many like like thrills and chills again it did scare the shit out of me it um it it was just like such a hyper violent game and i feel like almost like helped establish like violence like just like the the fun of just gore uh as part of the genre as well Uh, as part of the first person shooter genre or horror i think so i mean like horror i mean yeah i think i think just part of i mean i think in part of fps games for a time they were just trying to outdo each other and how gory and how violent they were Right. I've spoken about Rise of the Triad on this sh- show many times. because That it game was, is fucked up. <laughs> it was burned into my brain. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah. I, it, so Doom is like playing a violent cartoon. And I feel right. like the games that came after it were an attempt to play a violent actual thing. Like Rise of the Triad features, features like humans, like human people. Uh, whereas Doom was like these bug-eyed demons and like bright blue barrels and like f- right. sort of like brainy, brainy-looking floating head monsters and stuff. Um, the Caco Demon, one of the most uh, fa- and and it is the Caco Demon is just so cartoony, just a big red ball. It looks like a bomb from the Final Fantasy series, the bomb enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it is a very it is a very cartoony. And a, and a bright palette too. It's very colorful, and yeah. so and I guess that brings us into the the movie version of Doom, directed by Andres Barkowiak, uh, who is a director of photography with a lot of you know remarkable credits. Terms of Endearment, uh, Pritzi's Honor. He, you know, he shot some real uh, uh, Devil's Advocate. He shot some some well known films. He is a director of photography for Speed. Wow, How cool is Speed? Uh, but Speed they, but is awesome. Speed, Speed is awesome. Was directed by the director of photography of Die Hard. Wow. So I mean, there is you know, directors of photography do sometimes transition to become directors, but I mean, his directorial credits are not particularly. He he kind of feels like he got um you know put into the the uh, the the kind of category of doing low budget action movies, and that's definitely what this one feels like. This movie feels like they had just no money at all to put it together. Which is, do you think it's because they hired skinny Dwayne The Rock Johnson? (laughs) It's funny yeah. Or, like, because where did the money go? There had to be money behind Doom. I mean, like, it's a huge license. It came out, like, either on the coattails of or right before Doom 3, so there was, like, a a lot of, like, hype in the... uh, game world and doom is also legendary from like a political standpoint where it's like blamed for every mass shooting that happened right. from 1998 
through 2006. Yeah. Uh, so like there's there's a lot of momentum behind this movie and it's all stops at the credit sequence. Like all of that momentum is wasted on like seeing the Doom logo in right. huge beautiful CG yeah. and then the movie sucks nonstop constantly sucks. <laughs> Every yeah. fucking minute of this movie sucks except for the few minutes where you're in first person mode. And then it returns to sucking. And that that section actually had a separate. If you if you look watch the credits, that section had a separate director, separate director of photography. So it was just a completely different unit designated to just take care of that first person sequence, which is okay. But it's also, it, it, I just like did I, I don't know did I mean I guess that's like the money shot of the film, right? That's yeah. the equivalent of like the like this is like hey this is the this is our fucking here you go this is an FPS game here's the FP uh here's our FP you know S version of that in a film like this is you know th- this is what you want to see I don't even think that's that good that kind of sucks not, right it's not it sucks can I just I'm gonna go through some notes that I took please do I'd love you to. all right one if you are making a video game movie and your people in the movie are playing a video game. That video game has to be either at the technological level of the game you are referencing or including the sounds of a game at that technological level. The Marines in this fucking movie are playing an LCD screen game like that you would get at the fucking drugstore next to the checkout. It's (laughs) like they're like playing a bleep bloop baseball game and it fucking blows. And yeah. if you're going to like if you love video games and you're like trying to get those people in it's like when it's when a it's like when a character holds a Game Boy upside down in like an 80s movie or like there's there's like sequences in like fucking House of Cards where they're playing a system not House of Cards. House of Cards had like the PlayStation Vita in it. Yes, uh, but all like, this branded content. But like, there are, ga- there are <laughs> movies where they're like playing a fucking Game Boy, and there's no Game Boy cartridge yeah. visible in the machine. Or when you see like somebody like put down their Nintendo controller or their Xbox controller, and it's not plugged into fucking anything. An LCD game in the top of this movie is slapping the faces of the people who legit are the only people you're trying to target with Doom the movie. It it doesn't it doesn't make any any sense. It's a complete disconnect, and it speaks to I think the lack of respect for this intellectual property that you get from everyone who is involved in this film. But I think it also speaks to up until man, very recently, video games were just not at all appreciated in pop culture as anything other than like this is a toy, and so we're going to treat it like a toy. We're not going to worry about like the the sound design can just be like. You know, can just be Atari twenty six hundred stock sounds we have from a library. We don't need to worry about it at all. Syncing up with what a gamer uh, actually would hear, because fuck them, who cares? They're they're a bunch of kids, and I think that is the perspective that guided this, because they really completely throw the whole story out the window. You did make me w- want to talk about us for a second. I don't know if this is maybe a, a future premium episode, but 
House of Cards integration <laughs> with PlayStation is insane. Like, that is so bananas. Kevin Spacey, who's supposed to be like the speaker of the House of Representatives, yeah, <laughs> as a as a as a Southern dandy coming home after like passing a bill that cuts welfare and being like. Now it's time to cool down with my PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Put his headset on and fucking playing he says, playing Call of Duty. He says Vita. He says the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> what was going on? I, I I don't. I've never watched that show, um, but I should probably start watching it. Right? Yeah, it's the perfect. There's never been a better time. Um, but I know that like the Stanley Parable like is in that show like and we covered that on the on mm. the main feed but i think it like premiered in in the show i think that's banana i did not know that uh but it, it is a it is a weird weird time capsule to see a pre-canceled kevin spacey <laughs> just actively get like that a man who would never play video games there's no story justification for a man for a political leader how out of touch every politician is in their over 60 and you're expecting one of them is it like actually playing yeah the, I, the most well, sophisticated video to, game system of the time? I think it's about I think it's supposed to de- demonstrate that he isn't like other politicians Got that it. he is connected and like potentially extremely callous because yes. he's playing these video games and that he's not just playing PlayStation that he's got a fucking Vita is like demonstrating that he's a hardcore psychopath. Like that's <laughs> that's what the inclusion of the Vita is supposed to represent is that this guy logs onto his PlayStation account on his Vita and downloads video games so that he can play them on the fucking subway where he knows. I mean, sorry, Abadaka, where he fucking murders people. Like, I know that he does do fuck- this. Yeah. But. I'm also thinking, what it like, that show's not that old. I can't no. think of a more recent show that is now weirdly so dated, like in more ways than one. It is just like like it unwatchable now because one, the Vita, two, Spacey, like it just doesn't make any, that's so three, crazy. It's three, so politics fucking weird. are completely unrecognizable uh, oh, now yeah. too. No, like, it, like a, a man like. Working his way up to the presidency, it's like right. no, no, no. That's not like, what. That's not what happens. That's not what happens anymore. It's just uh-uh. like be a fucking dumb idiot, and you can become the president. It's so crazy. Wow. Also, what a, what a know tangent. What? I love it. You know what? If you're if you're listening to this show, and what I just said upset you because I just went dumb idiot. If that upset you, then you missed out. You missed out. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> you missed out. <laughs> you I had no punchline plan. I, I was just—I was going to tell people to log off in real life. Uh, um, log off in real life. All right, I got a—I've got a—I've got another note here. Yes. About Doom, the way they so look. I know chicks in an action movie are going to be up there for their bodies. They're going to be up there to show a little tush, a little oh, yeah. side boob. You know, like Megan Fox and Transformers. I know what Sorry, she's I'm doing. Sorry, I'm going to drive to Matt's house real quick and give him a high five. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, in Doom, the first women on screen are like background characters and a, a Marine goes up and is like, 
uh-oh, we better strip search you ladies. We better yes. fucking strip search you. And the only reason that he's not allowed to sexually verbally assault these women is that one of the women, the doctor, is the sister of one of the other Marines. Right. Like, it's like, oh, you hit that? And it's like, no, that's my sister. And it's like, oh, well, then I guess she's unfuckable and I can't, I can't just... <laughs> Uh, brazenly assault her in front of all of you guys. Yeah, she belongs to you, so this is she- wrong. It's so fucking weird. Also, their relationship. So, the, so the 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 male and female leads. You think it's a, it's a rock movie, but as you start to watch it, you realize the rock is actually settles into the antagonist role, which is bizarre. Yes. Uh, but it is so the the male lead is Carl Urban, who they were trying to make into a big action star for a while. I got nothing against Carl Urban, but he was the guy that they were like, hey, this is the guy. And then he didn't end up being the guy. And Rosamund Pike, uh, who's had a, a nice career and is a good actor. But they have a brother-sister chemistry that is reminds me of that incestuous Folgers commercial. Like the final, <laughs> the final shot of the movie, it is like intensely sexual where they're in an elevator together and the, the brother is cradling his sister. And they're like, he's like, she's like draped over him. I was like, this is fucking weird. I don't know what they're trying. I don't know if the actors are fucking or what, but it does. This does not seem like how a brother and sister would behave. It is weird that on Letterboxd, this is the only movie on Ted Cruz's account. <laughs> is that Just true? <laughs> is, <laughs> Doom. Four stars. Love no it. review. <laughs> Uh, the uh, so the the I, I thought it was I guess it's Richard Brake as the actor I thought it was Jackie Earl Haley playing the the creep azoid, um, mm. but Richard Brake is the guy who does it, um, and he is a uh, I, I would say him along with the entire cast to the point where I would not even blame necessarily uh, the the actors themselves because it is universal it is like it is like the everyone is going so big. Everyone is playing everything, like just doing the most they could possibly do in every scene, just shouting over each other. It feels like this came from the director's heavy hand. How could you go small when your character names include such standard American male names as Goat, Duke, Destroyer, (laughs) Mac, (laughs) The Kid, and Sarge? Also, Let's not John forget Hell Knight. Reaper Grimm. <laughs> yeah. What? Huh? Um, there is a there's also a character. Oh, by the way, you were talking about the, the way the female characters are, are treated. There's also a believing non-speaking character uh, who is fleeing for her life early on, uh, gets her arm severed and then is pictured dead and topless. So that's, <laughs> that's that's kind of how things are. Uh, I, I would in this film, I would say that the 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 thing that really, uh, uh so so Dwayne play Dwayne the the Rock Johnson build as the Rock plays Sarge, who is kind of the big heavy. Seems like he's maybe a good guy, and then we he ends up uh, flipping the antagonist as the story progresses. But so, but there's also a character that you meet very early on. And since this movie delivers on its fan service so oddly, it, it really stands out that there is a character named Dr. Carmack, a la John Carmack and Adrian Carmack of id Software. And he is given such a prominent role. And the name Dr. Carmack is said like 20 times in dialogue. It goes from being like a little Easter egg to just actively breaking the fourth wall. And you're just <laughs> thinking about the game that is good while you're watching the movie that is bad. 
do you think that Duke was also a, an Easter egg, like a Duke Nukem nod? It's possible. I was trying to remember, like, wait, did they? Was there ever a point where they referred to the main character of uh, as of Doom in the early days? Was that main Space Marine called Duke, like colloquially nope. or anything like that? But no, no he no. wasn't. No, I I don't know what that's a reference to. It could be a Duke Nukem thing. It would be I mean, weird it if it se- was. It seems like such a weird name to give somebody in Doom, unless it was like a nod to Duke Nukem also being a first person action fucking video game that came out at could the same ver- time. Yeah. Could very well be the case. And if I, it's a yeah. reference, it failed. It failed <laughs> and it pissed me off. <laughs> uh, is they they have the the other bit of fan service, the BFG, they introduce the 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 bioforce gun, which the rock says in dialogue, that's a big fucking gun. Um and uh which I'm sure they were just expecting rapturous applause when that line hit, and I'm sure it just was a dull <laughs> thud in the theaters. I it, saw and this that, in the theaters. You did? What was the reaction? Silence. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Doom. I saw Doom opening night because I was like, oh, how often does a video game movie come out? I I try as a general rule to see video game movies on opening night because I'm like, if ever there's going to be an enthusiastic crowd, it's going to be tonight. Um, That movie, the movie was met with with angry silence like like yeah bristling lack of noise it, it really just completely does not deliver on anything the game delivers you know we talked about the palette of the game a little bit and this game this movie is basically it's it's like the other film that reminded me of is that i don't know did you guys see the total recall remake with Col- with colin farrell it's yeah. awful it's so no. fucking bad and again, another one where the original, the source material is very colorful and vibrant and alive. And they just decided to go with like, well, we're just going to have basically a two tone palette. We're going to have a silver and black film. You know, there'll be some scenes in, in blue lighting, but that'll basically it. It's just everything is going to be very, you know, it, it's the 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 color schemes just and and what you're saying. It's just that it seems like a sterile me- medical facility, which is just not what you know of Doom, and it makes it very like this very ugly film to look at. Um, the BFG with the Bioforce gun, when it's actually pulled, when it's actually used, when the, the trigger is pulled, I think you see that happen twice in the film, and I think that again just speaks to like the budget being so low, where it's just like you just you, this thing that you think is going to be a cool payoff, you basically barely get to see it in in play. I was so bored. Here's so here's boring. Thing. I I saw this movie in the theaters, and then for the podcast, I was like, "All right, I'll fucking watch this shit again, so that I can remind myself of what it was like." And I was, it, it's, I understand that Aliens is sort of the scaffolding on which so many other films have been built, mm-hmm. and. That, like, you put a bunch of fucking dudes and a couple of chicks together and they fight monsters and they all get picked off one by one. And But, like, if you're going to just borrow the structure of aliens, you've somebody else has already done all the fucking work for you. Yeah. So there's no excuse for it not to be funny or... Like loaded with like interesting archetypes or like like all you have to do is fill in the slots. Yes. And this this movie fills in the slots of like Vasquez, who's like, oh wow, Vasquez is like a super butch woman who's like blows herself up next to her like least favorite squad member. And you're like, oh shit, I remember Vasquez. I remember Burke 
being like a fucking little weaselly dude. Like, just paint in broad strokes. There's no reason why the the fucking... Let, let's look at these character names again. There's no reason why Goat... <laughs> is Goat the creepy one? No, I have no idea. I can't have no memory of who anyone was except for Sarge. So, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, just name, if you're gonna name a guy goat, then he should be like a vegan. Like he should be like, yeah, like fucking anything. Like he should give be him like some a, attribute. Fuck this fucking movie. So I ended up turning it off before it finished because sure. I could not make it through it a second time. Um, whereas I've played Doom and Doom Two many times. And so there, by that metric, Doom the movie is worse than Doom the video game. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know what. Speaking of uh, the the characters, because the creepy guy I looked him up. He go his name is Portman, which should that doesn't fit. If you got a character named Goat, you got a character named Pinky. Make the creepazoid Goat or Pinky. Don't give him call him Portman. Portman's yeah. nothing. But anyway. The the uh, it's it, like the we talked I talked a little bit about some of the fan service they've got in there, which is minimal in this. But you can't at least give the space marines like the doom armor. They can't at least look like the character, you know, from the game. We don't get that. They they look so fucking generic. And yeah, this 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 film's like this feels like you're absolutely right, Heather. It feels like they just used the template of aliens, but removed everything interesting um, and then slapped the doom label on it. I mean, like, even for in aliens, it's like, okay, there's the feeling of isolation and I am and 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 constant palpable fear. And here it's like there's part of a big colony where they can instantly teleport via the arc to Nevada. So there's no like reason they have to stay there. They, no. they at one point they go on a side mission to Nevada. They instantly teleport to Nevada. They're there for an, like an hour and then they come back. And it's just like, why are you? What is the tension? What is the dramatic tension if you have a way to exit instantly to flee this facility? May I it's read some of the criticisms of Doom the movie from its own fan page? Please. So the fan page, this is these are people who constructed a page of fan fandom of Doom. And there's here's some of the criticisms that they bring up. The origin of the demons is no longer hell, but rather from a 24th chromosome. Okay, fair, fair. And I, I agree because we've seen Event Horizon do hell and Sunshine, I think, basically kind of does hell. Like, there's no reason that hell and space can't go together. Exactly. Uh, number two, iconic weaponry such as the BFG, chain gun, and chainsaw are not used much. We've already touched on that. Three, the monsters themselves are inaccurate. Four, the first person sequence is only five minutes long. And five, in general, the film failed to capture the tense, scary, and foreboding atmosphere of Doom or the const or the constant run and gun action of the original game. So if you can name the things that we know about Doom, and this movie does none of them. Yes. Then what is this? Yeah. It's not it's not that I mean, I like this would I think if we showed this to someone. And didn't tell them it was Doom and asked them to guess the title. They'd say something like, you know, I don't know, fucking Mission Critical, you know, because it just feels like a generic direct-to-video action sci-fi movie, and it, it just just does not honor the property at all. Just a fucking bummer, just joyless. I was hoping there'd be some campy fun. I'd hope there'd be some aspect where it's like, oh, that's a fun, cool kill, but like, there's so minimal action. 
the the monsters because they you know they had such a low budget the monsters kind of look like shit so they're in shadows most of the time so it's it's just there's nothing that about this that pays off just a fucking slog of a watch it, it it's it's an hour and 45 minutes and it feels like it's twice as long just fucking sucks. E- yeah easily it does it it yeah. fucking sucks and also really i feel bad. spicy right now i feel a little spicy i've had a i've had a questionable day i feel a little hmm. I, I got i got a little pepper in me okay but this movie's really bringing it out like fucking doom sucks <laughs> it's really sucks. bad it's it not, really sucks i've not seen it's a movie like bad. this like so bad in a, in a in a while uh and even i mean look the bar for video game adaptations in movies is not that high but now i mean in the last year and a half or so it's the bar is raised obviously with like sonic and detective pikachu but sonic best picture this, 2021 yeah oh yeah i mean excuse me best picture winner is sonic the hedgehog um but this even as a fan of like the rocks movies the, this is not the vehicle for him at all like they no. fucked up so bad and like he's because he's usually so charismatic and like that's why he's an entertaining presence in movies and he's there's none of that here at all yeah he's just there for menacing yelling it's, and he's it's a real bummer it's a real bummer heather's point at the big be- at the top of this shrimpy he's so small in this and compared to what you know of him now sure i mean it's all relative he's still fucking jacked beyond <laughs> no. what oh, i will no. ever achieve yeah no. absolutely no, no. you could have nick you could have taken him in doom <laughs> Okay, I could have taken him and do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I'm re- fine, I believe you. I'm reading here, too, that there is a straight-to-video you know, direct to video reboot called Doom Annihilation that yeah. was after the success of uh, the 2016 video game. Uh, and that one is sitting on Rotten Tomatoes at a whopping 50%, which is 31% more than this one. So it's <laughs> technically <laughs> yeah. better. Still poorly received, but yeah. not as execrable as as Doom two thousand five. Yeah. Uh, well, I forget how we we wrap up. The game was better. Do we give this a score? Oh yeah. What did we do last time? It's not out yet, so I don't. <laughs> I don't remember what we did. Uh, uh, well, I'll just say this is a zero. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is maybe the worst movie I've seen in ten years. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a movie this bad like ever. Like it's it's awful. What's the reverse yeah. of like a big fucking gun? A small fucking like uh, a small gun. a small <laughs> impotent. <laughs> I what the fuck, man? Yeah, just awful. Uh, yeah, really, I'll, give, really I'll give this, I'll give, I mean, here's what, here's what I think we should do. I don't think we did this last time. I think we should name one positive. <laughs> <laughs> one positive and then one positive. So one mm. positive. Uh, and I've already said mine, so I'm gonna say it again before you get it, which is that it's neat to see, uh, the Doom logo rendered in high resolution. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, boy, let's see. Ah, it's hard to think of a positive. Uh, I guess probably the end credit sequence. There's like a first person animation during the first part of that. Um, and that looks pretty cool. It actually looks better than the first person sequence they have in the film. So th- I'll say that. Man. And f- for me, I'll say that, you know, 
I think they should have tried a little harder to make Carl Urban like the action guy that we all thought he could be in the early 2000s. And I still think he can do it. So I'll say yes. that Carl Urban, I think, is a joy to watch all the time, he, even in this bad movie where he doesn't have that much except uh, s- sibling sexual chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, well, that was Doom the movie. The game was better. I think we are all agreed. And uh, after playing a game that bad, <laughs> I think I need to relax by getting out my PlayStation Vita <laughs> and entering the world of Uncharted, a golden abyss. <laughs> God. That's our show! 